raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. The NBA draft. That's tonight, people. That's what's happening. And the Pacers, they're making trades. It's just a question of if they make any sense. Tony Katz, good to be with you. And then, of course, 2024, the NBA All-Star Game in Indianapolis. And they're going to open up Lucas Oil Stadium and play there. It's going to be crazy. I mean, they're only playing some things there. Uh, They want to be able to bring the crowd and maximize the dollars. I don't know if it'll be as good of an experience as uh, as opposed to Gamebridge Fieldhouse for those other events. But they're not wrong for trying, in my view. JMV joins us from 93.5-1075, the fan. He is the voice of sports in Indiana. This trade between the Pacers and the Nuggets, this is a draft pick uh, trade. What in the world are the Nuggets looking for that the Pacers thought it was worthy of giving up some picks now to get a first-round pick in 2024? Well, frankly speaking, Tony, the Pacers just have way too many picks um, here. They're going to have to unload some of them, and whether or not that's you know creating leverage for their roster and their team maintenance-wise this year, or if you're looking, you know, coming up for a little bit of of uh, leverage next year in the draft, which I guess evidently they did with that uh, first-round pick that they're going to get, which is uh, predicated on like nineteen thousand different things that haven't happened yet. But it's going to be a first-round pick nonetheless. But here's why Denver did it is because Bruce Brown is a backup point guard on their team. Um, he is an unrestricted free agent. They want to keep him. They don't know if they're going to be able to keep him. So what they did is they climbed back into the first round, of the, the end of the first round of the draft, and then the early second round of the draft to try to fill the void or fill the gap there if he decides to go someplace else or they believe he's going to go someplace else. So they're trying to protect themselves there. The Pacers, meanwhile, are just trying to position themselves for – you know, maybe what might be a deal. I, I'm kind of hoping for this, and I don't know if we're going to get it later on tonight. I'm looking for an oh, wow. I would love for them to come away somehow, some way, with an already established wing player. I still say they're going to draft at number seven and probably draft a player there, but I'd love to see them finagle their way in there somehow, some way, Tony, and maybe pick up some already established wing player, which this team roster-wise especially on both ends. Offensively and defensively, Tony, is so incredibly important. Tonight's a big night for that squad. There's no doubt about it. Go uh, bring it down a a little bit. Bring it more base. Wing player. Describe actually what you mean and who you're looking at. Uh, Wing player is, as you saw a year ago, the Pacers could score 135 in a game, but they would lose 138 to 135. They need to add some defensive prowess somehow, some way, with some scoring on the wing, three-point shooting on the wing. And while they have some guys in the draft, Tony, coming out at number seven that maybe further down the road can become that, to me, I think they need it now. And I believe they also know they need it now because this team is ahead of what they thought the schedule was going to be around this time last year. A wing player would be like OG Ananobi, for example, the former IU player, Tony, of the Toronto Raptors. They're making major changes there. His availability seems to be out there. So it would be like him. DeAndre Hunter is a wing player that would fit that both offensively and defensively, can shoot the three in Atlanta. 
Uh, Tobias Harris of Philadelphia is another name that's been mentioned. Dorian Finney-Smith, a little bit less of an offensive prowess player, but a really good defensive player on the wing. Players like that, to me, already established, is what they should be looking for beyond drafting at number seven later on tonight. We'll see if they can do it. Talking to JMV from 93.5-1075, the fan, the voice of sports in Indiana. Um, this this draft, uh, this team, the, the these Pacers, uh, how much more rebuilding is necessary? You're high on, on these guys. I've, I've heard you talk about it, talk about the opportunities uh, that, that are there. But Indianapolis, Indiana as a whole, can't handle much more rebuilding from the Pacers, from the Colts. They need teams that are actually going to go out and play, compete, get into playoffs, and at least make things exciting. How close are the Pacers to being that team? Tony, you and I are on the same page with this, too. I get sick and tired of talking about trade assets and leverage and what might be two and three years down the road. I'm ready to get it going right now, too. We saw last December with this Pacer team that they have that core in them to be a good team led by Tyrese Halliburton, somebody we talked to on race day, if you remember, and he's ready to win right now, too. This is a team, Tony, that should bust in to the postseason, should be a playoff-worthy team, not in the play-in, but a playoff-worthy team. That's where I'm going to set the expectations, and that's why this offseason is huge, whether we're talking about the draft later on tonight or what is still to come in free agency for them. But this should be with their core and what we witnessed certainly for a month last year and who they're led by with Tyrese Halliburton, a playoff team next year. Not to play off, play in situation but a playoff team that's my expectations and i think that should be yours and everybody's out there because we need to expedite the process a little bit winning's been hard to come by around here for our professional teams and i know you are as well as i am we're ready to see a little bit of the fruits of the labor working out here with this pacer team no doubt you brought up free agency you've brought it up a couple of times is this a team that has the money to spend and if there is a free agency move for the pacers who is it? What do you want to see? Yeah, this may be a little bit overblown for me, Tony, because uh, you and I sat with Tyrese Halliburton at race day, very engaging dude, and somebody you'd want to lead your team, not to mention he's incredibly talented. Um, I, I think now more than ever, and, and this could be more of a pipe dream of mine than it is actually reality, I think now more than ever, though, that free agents, for example, wouldn't mind to come here and play. Now that Indiana would be more attractive as a destination for players where – this destination hasn't been that attractive in the past. But as you're talking about right here, wing players. Wing players that I brought up with those names a little bit earlier, guys that can do it on both ends, guys that can shoot the three. We're in an era of the NBA really on all levels with a three-point shooting prowess is what you hang your hat on. you got to play a little bit of defense. And, Tony, watch out for this, too. You may have too many big men. you got Isaiah Jackson and you got Jalen Smith. There's probably going to be an odd man out here, I would imagine, with Miles Turner established with that extension. Um, so we'll see if one or two of those guys may end up being moved. And what the Pacers have done is create for themselves some flexibility. They have money to spend in free agency if they so desire. They have flexibility to move around and trade, whether it's for draft capital or if it's for the betterment of their team here in the now, they have as much flexibility, Tony, this Pacer team does going into tonight as any team in the NBA has right now. 
I'm looking for an oh wow. Hopefully, I'm not let down. I'm looking for an oh wow type of night from the Pacers. So, so give me a, a name. If if, you, if you're gonna get oh wowed in tonight's yeah. draft, what is what is the pick that the Pacers make that make you go oh wow or hot diggity or any other terminology? Well, I, I think what they're gonna do is go Jarris Walker. Jarris Walker, he's up. Another wing guy I've been talking about, six foot eight, two hundred twenty-five pounds out of Houston. He's ready-made. I think to give them a little bit of help right now. He's got muscle mass, strength, athleticism. He has played D at Houston, really high-level D in college. I think that translates. He can shoot, maybe not as well as some of the others there, but Jarris Walker is the guy. I believe the Pacers are going to draft at number seven later on tonight, and I think a really good fit for this team moving forward. And Houston had a heck of a team they uh, did. this past no year right there. You've got to play defense for Kelvin Sampson, Tony, too. He played defense. There's no question. JMV, 93.5, The Fan. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us on the DriveHubler.com hotline. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.